It's all you, Jerry. Magic words. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate uh, everyone coming out. Uh, I have a screen on my face there, and I couldn't get off of there, so I just clicked it. So, but again, thanks very much for everyone coming out. Um, uh, Vito reached out to me a few months ago and asked if I'd be interested in speaking, and I said, sure, what do you want me to talk about? She, she, he came back and said, uh, whatever you want to talk about. Wrote up something thinking that it might be an idea we can discuss, and basically verbatim is what we're talking about today. So, on uh, on that note, I may not tell you something that you don't already. Know. I may not tell you something new, but over the years I've had an opportunity to kind of reflect on things. Um, you know, wh while we're going through life, uh, we really don't. Uh, think about things all the time but you know we just go through the motions on occasion so as far as networking goes that's where i came up with uh, you know networking we're always networking whether we intentionally do it or we subconsciously or unintentionally do it um, every day we are networking uh, we wake up in the morning we're networking with our families friends neighbors co-workers and such um, it's it's an ongoing process and something that we need to be, be mindful of because no matter how we carry ourselves, we're always networking. Kind of like a, a drop of water in a pond. And, you know, the, the pond's nice and glassy and you, you hit that water and it, and it trickles around. Um, we kind of have that effect on others as well. Um, whether you're helping your neighbor or uh, doing your normal thing. We're always giving an aura about ourselves. Uh, couple facts here. Uh, you know, we're, it, it's personal networking or professional networking, however, but HubSpot.com says 85% of jobs are filled through networking. Uh, and, and CNBC mentioned 70% of those jobs are never really published publicly. Sometimes they're even created for a specific skill, uh, and you may never see that public. But again, uh, as we go through life, everything we do says something about us. Um, I'm going to kind of give you some perspectives of what I've had over time, uh, just personal experiences for the most part. Uh, and at the time, I evidently, I, I mean, I had no idea that I was really networking, although I, you know, kind of knew about it. Um, one, one deal started back when I was uh, in school, went to Oklahoma State, uh, tell you a little bit about myself. Uh, I originally from Chicago, uh, moved to Oklahoma in the uh, summer of 85, right before high school, and um, just north of Tulsa, went to Oklahoma State. Pledged the Gamma Epsilon for our brothers out there. And met a few guys on the floor and I lived in the residence halls and uh, uh, met a few people. And some of those people I met that day, I had no idea they were connected indirectly to Delta Sigma Pi because some of their friends were actually brothers in the, in the chapter. I had uh, a couple of my other floor mates talk me into going to, a, to an event and I met uh, met some people. Loved the chapter. Loved the opportunity. Loved the loved the um, purpose of what we were all about, business ethics and such. So I started going through the process, and 
lo and behold, our, my pledge educator happened to go to high school with one of the guys on my floor. So didn't know it at the time, but that was kind of a start of a network. At that point, decided I wasn't going to pledge. And mainly because I already knew who this person was, they kind of took me under their wing and talked me into staying. And I'm very grateful for that. And because of that, I've met brothers from all over the country, people from all over the country. You know, if we're a brother in Delta Sigma Pi, you go to a conference or you're in chapter, you meet people from across the country and you stay lifelong friends. Um, you may have gone to a couple, only two or three conferences, but it kind of feels like you've known them for quite a while. So that be, be, brings that network out even more. Um, a couple other real quick stories. Uh, working in the halls, I was on staff, met my wife, um, followed her to Missouri, um, was up there for about a year and a half or so. We decided we we're going to come back to Oklahoma for vacation. Took a friend of ours that we met uh, in, the, in the halls working on staff together. She'd already graduated, got a job, and we we're going to take her out to lunch. And she introduced us around the, around the uh, office, and I ended up getting an interview. Went to lunch, came back in a t-shirt and shorts, interviewed and got a job. So inadvertently was going to eat lunch and see a friend and ended up having an opportunity for a job. And uh, almost 25 years later, I'm still with the same company. So little bits and pieces of things over time, whatever we do, we're always networking. Um, do you believe there are positive and negative ways to network. Does everybody, anybody want to jump in on that? Hey, sounds good. Well, in my opinion, I think there are ways of, there's positive networking and negative networking. And one of the ones we talked about earlier is helping out a neighbor. Okay. Boy, that person is such a great person. They helped me out that kind of sheds a positive light on you. That's kind of positive networking. But if, if you are going around talking about somebody behind their back or however, that can shed you in a negative light and that's somewhat of a negative networking. So we've always got to be careful of how we're at. Now, no matter how careful we are, we're, there's always that chance that one person might look at you in the positive light and for whatever reason, somebody else from a different angle comes in and doesn't like what you said. So you're kind of networking and positively networking at the same time. A lot of that is perspective. And we've also got to watch out our perspectives even on, on, in online presences. Now, another networking scenario, um, my wife, uh, another person that my wife and I wor worked in the halls together at Oklahoma State, met a couple other people, uh, um, and one person in particular, we've stayed friends on Facebook over here. I haven't really talked, but he posted a job uh, opening for a, a mascot for Eskimo Joe's. Eskimo Joe's is a in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Oklahoma State is a is a very famous, uh, at least in the Stillwater side, uh, uh, hamburger joint, if you will. Uh, at one point in time, their T-shirt was the number two seller uh, behind the Hard Rock Cafe, and she posted a a job opportunity for somebody to come and be their mascot for a football game and my wife 
knowing Kendra, sent the information to our son, who was a freshman up there, and he went and interviewed. We didn't tell her that our son was coming over. Uh, he went and interviewed, and after the job interview was over, she asked him, I said, hey, do you happen to be, is your parents happen to be Amy and Jerry Hotwagner? And, and he said, absolutely. So he got the job on his own, but that's just another opportunity for an indirect networking that you don't even think about. It's difficult at times to always try to be, uh, you're, you're, you're always, always kind of have a guard up, if you will, to, to, to shed yourself in a good light. Um, some other statistics here. 80% uh, of professionals find that networking is, is essential to their career. Is that I'm going to open this up. Please jump in here at all if you got any questions or anything like that, because I'll ramble and I may say the same thing a few times. So, um, yes, please, if you put your questions in your chat, if you'd like, however, that'd be great. 100% of the uh, people in that study uh, mentioned face to face is preferred, but we don't always have that opportunity right now. Some other, some other uh, examples. Uh, you have in net family networking, if you will. Obviously, everybody knows their family, uh, what they do for a career and such. Um, my son is my other son. His younger son is also a fresh a sophomore up at Oklahoma State, and he's he's majoring in construction management technology. Well, my cousin's husband just happens to be in the same field, and he now has an opportunity to be, have an internship with him over the next summer or so. So, again, another opportunity for, for networking. Some other intentional uh, networking, as we all know, is LinkedIn, Facebook here. Uh, Vito has done a great job with connecting uh, our fraternity uh, across the country with uh, networking and uh, FRAC uh, meetings and such. Um, it's, it's just a great opportunity no matter what we're doing. I'm going <laughs> to, Vito, <laughs> leave me out. No, we got to bring you into this too. There are some, sometimes people, I'm gonna open this up too, please. Uh, let's see, we got some, any questions here? No questions yet so far. I do I'm have one, up. we have a one question, Jerry. Oh, oh we did? Okay, the, what did I, what yeah. did I miss it here? What's a, uh, do you have any perspective on trying to network, like since some people are going to their first leads um, in Chicago, us going to Austin, and then there might be one more. You have any advice for them? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, get to meet as many people as you can. It, it's it's you're in your comfort zone when you're around your your fellow chapter friends and such. Uh, my suggestion is is you get out and meet more people. Now, at first, kind of like even in networking itself, if you're not comfortable with with networking in general, you start out with people you know, people you're comfortable with, people you you can discuss things, some things you have in common. 
and that's what we do when we go to go to our lead lead school. Uh, sometimes we we come with a group of people and we meet up and hey, it's great to see you. Uh, but challenge yourself to get out and about and 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 spread out. Some of the sessions that are at 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 lead this weekend, uh, it may be enticing just to go all go together into the same sessions. Break up, go into other other sessions, and also meet people there. Get uh, contact information. Stay in touch. Uh, your network of chapters and brothers are great to help you in your current chapter back back at home. Um, when you go 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 to lunches and dinners and stuff at lead, um, try to sit at a different table. Don't sit don't sit uh, necessarily with your group that you came with. Uh, challenge yourself. This is a great opportunity for us all, whether we're recently initiated brothers or veteran brothers across the board uh, it's a great opportunity to test and put yourself outside your comfort level we're all here for the same main purpose is to network and and have professional development this gives us an opportunity to challenge ourselves even if we're outside our comfort zone but we've got everyone here with a common goal our brothers friends um, Hey, I fell fell a little bit on my uh, my networking abilities here today, but hey, don't worry about it. You're good. We, we got your back. So these are great opportunities for us to go above and beyond what our comfort level is. Um, even yeah. after, the, go ahead. We got a question. Yeah, uh, Terrence from Zai has a question for you. Fantastic. Hello, Terrence. Hey, um, I just had a quick, quick question. Um, so a lot of times when you're networking, um, especially in our age, you know, we're, well, I'm a, I'm a junior, you know, I, I know people in this call are freshmen, sophomores. Um, there's often that kind of power dynamic sometimes when you're talking to people, you know, you're looking up to people you're aspiring to be. Um, I was wondering if you could kind of touch on, um, you know, kind of tips and like, how, how you would go about or how you have gone about um, having those types of conversations. Appreciate that. It, it is intimidating when you're, when you, you know, you know of somebody you may not have not, not met them. Um, you're like, it says, uh, I want to say 50%, uh, just a quick statistic here. I got to find it. 60% of people consider themselves, 60% of the population considers themselves shy, okay? Well, whether we're being shy or not, to talk to somebody who you've, you've known, uh, whether it might be a grand officer or, or a, a professional athlete or, or, or somebody in the neighborhood that you've, you've heard about that's done great things or just has a, has a high, high esteem, uh, it is intimidating. That's another opportunity to, to challenge yourself. Don't be afraid to talk to people. The worst thing they can do is either not talk to you at all, or the good thing is they may strike up a conversation and, and stick with you on that. I have, I'm, I myself have the same type of um, uh, shyness, if you will, to an extent. Um, I'm not afraid to talk to people. As you can tell, I'm kind of stumbling on my words a little bit here and there because I, I have a difficult time of just coming up with conversation starters and such. Um, tips to do it, 
don't be afraid. Go right up to them. Talk to them. Stick your hand out. Shake their hand. Look them in the eye. I said, I appreciate it. You may not know who I am, but I know of you and, and some of the accomplishments you've had. Can you tell me more about that particular uh, situation that you want to talk about? Hey, I, I see you are a member of Delta Sigma Pi or the Rotary Club or however. Um, don't be afraid to talk. I, I, one 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 lead I went to, I'd never met Bill Schilling before. And I sat outside, I uh, was waiting for some brothers to, to come come in from traveling into the, to the school. And Bill and, and a couple others came in and I just stood up and shook, stuck my hand out and introduced myself. Very out of character for me in some instances. Um, but yes, that's one, that's, that's some opportunities or ideas to, to reach out. Does that help answer your question some, or do I need to keep going? No, that's awesome. Thank you. Welcome. Hey, Jerry, we got a question from IOTA5. Uh, okay. how, how do you make a good first impression when you're uh, networking? Do all you can to be as confident as you can when you, you say that. You may inside be, be nervous, but don't ever hesitate to, to just put your confidence out there. Um, Again, chances are the person that you're getting ready to talk to you may have the same same uh, shyness or uh, uh, concerns before they come up to you. Uh, so just because you have a little bit of, of hesitance to do it, go for it. Talk to them. Hey, Jerry, what's a good way to share your LinkedIn with someone or like like, especially with us being in virtual settings nowadays or in hybrid settings, what's a good way for people to do that intro to, Hey, here's my LinkedIn, like that type of networking. I, you know, originally when LinkedIn came about, you know, and, and it still may be true to an extent, you know, okay. We, you know, you, you don't reach out to anybody you don't know. You look for somebody within your network to go ahead and introduce you. Well, that's, that, that works fine. Cause that, that helps you get in the door even faster. Um, but again, don't hesitate to reach out to the, to the individual. Um, you might explain to them why you're you're reaching out right off the bat to break the ice, or ask ask accordingly. I know we're not in network to connections together. Would you mind if I asked you asked you a question about uh, you know whatever you, if you're interested in a job or in their field that they're at? Um, that's a good opportunity. Now, I wouldn't necessarily go and ask them, "Hey, do you have a job for me?" Because from what what one of the options is, is when you're networking and you're looking for a job, you don't necessarily just go and ask about the job. Ask more about the industry or the job that they're, the company that they're working for. And another thing too is if you're going to, uh, if, if you find somebody in the network on LinkedIn that works in a company or a field that you are wanting to enter, do a little homework before you even get, get to that point. If it's the company you're wanting to work for and the person who works there, do a little due diligence. Know some of the facts behind the company, why it started. And, and hey, I just saw an article the other day about this. Uh, can, you, can you give me some more information on that or, or elaborate a little bit more? I'm interested to learn more. Uh, that's great. Do you think, uh, I know me and Omar have known each other like eight years or whatever. We met at the St. Louis League. 
And I only realized this year that me and Omar weren't connected on LinkedIn. (laughs) Funny enough. So it kind of goes with the question one of the collegiates asked us, do you think we should add our friends on LinkedIn, you know, to grow our network and they may someone we should know or should we deter from that? Right. Uh, You know, we've over over time we have heard and and sometimes even in in, uh, professional development sessions, sometimes people have a professional now, this is probably more for Facebook but, or, or Instagram or, or however. Some, sometimes people have a personal uh, profile and then a professional profile. Um, that's another thing, especially with online. We're always having to watch what we're, we're doing. Um, you know, every, once it's out there, it's out there. Um, as far as having your friends and your LinkedIn, I don't see a problem with that. LinkedIn is obviously more of a professional platform. Face, Facebook, LinkedIn, or uh, Instagram, more so, uh, maybe more of a social. And it also is, there is a lot of businesses out there that, that operate on Facebook, uh, advertising and such. Um, grow your network as you can, but also be cautious because uh, your, your in immediate contacts may, may be fine, but somewhere down the line, you know, maybe there's somebody out there that's uh, posted something that may be off off key or um, or however. Unfortunately, we've got to look at those extra steps when we're talking about networking. So grow your network as, as much as you can. Absolutely. Great. And if you guys want to put your LinkedIn's in the chat, you know, go ahead. It's a great way to at, expand on it right now. As a do you think networking changes throughout your lifetime, like from when you're in your 20s, getting out of college to your late 20s, when you're finding yourself to your 30s? Or do you think networking stays kind of constant? Well, first and foremost, I appreciate you stopping at the 30s right there. So <laughs> uh, I think no matter no matter where you start networking, networking is always ongoing and always changing. I work in an oil well service company and oil field wise, you've got a lot of veteran employee, veteran uh, industry workers that uh, started out without any social, social media or internet or email and such. And uh, now we're, we're fully at each other's fingertips for the most part. It's a different it's a different mindset. If you're not if you're not comfortable with the technology, um, it could be difficult to network uh, in that in that aspect, and vice versa. If you're familiar with technology and and it's a no brainer, hey, this is the great way to go. Sometimes um, we've got to be mindful of our audience, just like we've learned in 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 comp. You know, when you're writing a paper, whether it's English or or history or whatever, you got to be mindful of your audience. And same thing with with networking. Um, just be mindful of that uh, because over time, yes. To answer your question, from the time I started networking, if you will, and into really intentionally networking, uh, it has changed over time. But uh, no matter what what level or what part of your life you are in, in your networking life, life cycle, if you will, um, 
be open-minded to all aspects of networking, not just, hey, I only do text messaging or or Instagram. Hey, some of us uh, over the 30s uh, <laughs> still work with a little Facebook on occasion too, so. Nice. Uh, do you have any, uh, I guess it kind of goes back to the good impression thing. Do you have any advice for kind of how to start the conversation? Start the conversation, just networking in general? Yeah. Um, you know, if it's somebody you don't know and you don't know anything about them, you know, you're, you're sitting at a, a this is just a, just a, a quick sidebar here. When I'm out and about and I see somebody and we make eye contact, I just say, hey, how's it going? Sometimes they say something back. Sometimes they don't. Um, that's kind of the same way with, with just starting out. Again, don't be afraid to, to try to, to say something to somebody. You know, hey, have a good day. Sometimes it sparks a conversation. Um, I, as a matter of fact, I was at, um, where was I at yesterday? I was actually picking out a Valentine's Day card for, for my wife. And gentleman walked up and, and uh, he says, oh, my gosh, is I going to get the card? I said, yeah. He says, he says, he says, yeah, my wife always tells me, don't worry about getting anything for me. But as soon as I don't, I'm in, in I'm in, in hot water. I said, I understand. So I didn't know the man. He didn't know me. We struck up a conversation. So that's kind of networking. Um, now, will I ever see this gentleman again? I don't know. But uh, if I do, hopefully we'll remember the, the Valentine's Day card deal. To start out, though. Um, Sometimes it's just as simple as saying hello. Copy. Um, what do you think, with Delta Sigma Pi obviously being, every, everyone on the call being a Delta Sig, what advice do you have for networking with alumni that aren't alumni from your chapter or collegiates even that are not from your chapter? Remember, as far as brotherhood goes, we're all brothers. Doesn't make any difference. That's our common ground as brothers in Delta Sigma Pi. Doesn't matter if we're, again, somebody who is in the pledge, pledging process, we're, we're, we're still learning at that point in time to being recently initiated or a veteran brother um, or a, a long-term brother. Um, again, don't ever hesitate to walk up to somebody and just say hello. It's, it, it's, it's really easy when we're all wearing our letters because we can all just walk, hey, Delta Sig, how you doing, where are you from, all that. Um, at these leads, visit with people. Just visit with them. You'll get to know them. Now, I have noticed, though, on occasion, though, too, once everybody's getting ready to go home, everybody kind of just reverts back to, hey, I'm ready to go home, and you, you, you don't necessarily have your letters on or not, but don't hesitate to ask them. Hey, I saw you at, at, at that session the other day. You made a great point. Uh, I'd, I'd like to change, exchange information with you. I'd like to follow up with you on that, what you, that topic that we were talking about. So um, looks like we do. Do we have another? Yeah. Another yeah. Terrence from uh, Zai actually. Yeah. Sorry. I, I 
you know, I just want to take this opportunity to ask as many questions as I can. But um, and anybody else too, apologize to uh, Vito too, if you don't mind too, we can open it up for others to point in on, on the um, answers too. But please continue, Terrence. Thank you. Um, so, you know, uh, from your perspective, you know, now that I guess you're not like a college student anymore, you're on the other side, I guess, of like networking. Yes. Um, you know, how, what, what kind of advice do you have for, you know, people? So for example, like in our chapter now, we hold events for um, people interested in joining DSP. Um, and, you know, the dynamic is very much different, right? Now that others kind of want to, you're the person people want to network with okay. instead of you being the one, you know, actively networking with others. So I just wanted to hear uh, what you have to say about like that side of networking, okay. being on kind of the other receiving end of networking. That, that's, that's an interesting perspective. You know, when we're uh, a collegiate, collegiate brother, we're looking for those alumni contacts. When we're alumni, we may not necessarily be uh, uh, networking in, in the right manner as reaching back out to our collegiate brothers. And I'm going to add to that, Jerry. A yes. few of us may, this is Gail, yes, um, from time to time, you never know if an alumni brother is revamping their career or re-entering the job market. So don't assume. Um, you may find that there's alumni brothers at a lead or a grand chapter, for example, who are networking for their next gig, their, their next whatever. Um, so it, it really has, the, the market has changed and I would expect we're gonna be in more of a mutual advancement opportunities coming to us, which I think is awesome. Absolutely, thank you. That's, uh, uh, that's another perspective that I didn't even think about. Again, I've, I've been fortunate to have my job for almost 25 years. Uh, so I wasn't even thinking about that. So along what Terrence was saying too, how do we, how do we go forth with, with, with doing that with each other? Uh, on my side of it, I'm still, when, when I go to uh, uh, lead events or grand chapter, however, I'm always trying to, to, to network. Now, I may not be that good at it, but I'm, I'm, that, that's a good, good perspective, Gail, too, that uh, no matter where we are in our, I call the, the alumni life cycle or our Delta Sig life cycle, if you want to call it that, um, be open-minded and, and take that into consideration. Uh, thank you very much for that perspective, Gail. Um, does that help Terrence a little bit? If not, yeah, tell thank us. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. But to, to go back to that, um, everyone has different experiences, whether we're in school or out of school or re restarting our career, trying to rekindle our career and such. We've all got different experiences. And some in some ways they might they might be on the same um, have something in common with that. Every I I our alumni brothers on, on the call here, please jump in here. Uh, I don't think we're gonna find any brothers at the events or even outside of the events that are not gonna be willing to help you out. Now, we may not be able to get you a job. 
but we can at least try to guide you or, or, or give you some, some pointers and or try to guide you to, hey, I know some brother, brother Co uh, is in this industry over here. Uh, you know, reach out to him or if you'd like me to, to make that connection, kind of like the LinkedIn deal. You don't necessarily have to have that, uh, that network uh, connection before you um, have somebody else introduce is what I'm saying. So, but again, I, I think no matter what it is, whether it's fraternity related, business related, career related, uh, in my experience, all brothers that I've come across or been around with, uh, collegiate or alumni, are always willing to help each other. So it's kind of like that, uh, what, what, what Tim Augustine always used to say, those 10 degrees of separation kind of thing. Yep. Like I know, uh, like uh, Terrence asked me if I know someone in investment banking or do I know anything about it? I may not know anyone, but I can contact five people and then one of them knows somebody who knows someone sure. else and that kind of whole thing. So it's like, even if someone that you ask for help can't help you exactly what you want, that doesn't mean they're not connected to someone that can point you in the right direction or align you with someone like I had no idea that Jerry worked in the oil industry and now if any of my undergrads or anyone I know wants to know about the oil industry I'm like well I actually know a guy so that whole that whole thing there and also I would say don't ever think you can't be of help to someone else in networking because sometimes you're always looking for someone to help you but sometimes when you help someone else it ends up coming back to you later because hey you met someone at Elite you met someone on a, a call like this and then all these years later, you see him on LinkedIn and you move across state lines and now you see that they're in the same state and now you can try to network and make it the, you know, make that connection that way. So just because you don't need a resource now doesn't mean you, what's the, my dad used to always say, just because you don't need a pencil right now doesn't mean you shouldn't put a pencil when you find it into your, uh, into your uh, toolkit because you may need it one day. Absolutely. Absolutely. What about our collegiates who, uh, you know, obviously with D the DSP experience, leads are the best way to network. What about those that can't make it out to a lead or, you know, given we're still in a COVID pandemic or we know leads very expensive and sometimes people can't make the travel. What are, what are some advice you have for them to network either inside the fraternity, outside the fraternity or, things of that nature. Follow up with your, if, if, if you can't go to a conference, follow up with those who have. Again, that's a perfect opportunity to, to break the ice for a networking opportunity. Um, you know, I, I, my, my chapter uh, brother said they saw you at, uh, at LEAD in Austin. Hey, can you tell me more about that session you put on? Uh, it's, it, in, in in virtual with the virtual world right now, uh, and, and again, I I'd have to look at it. Uh, a lot of times uh, um, in the past, there there was always opportunities to to what was it um, uh, hashtags and such like that for t for Twitter and everything. That you know you're not necessarily there, but you can you can tweet something and everybody at the at the at the banquet can see your message and such. And even now virtually with Zoom and such. Um, I know in chapters, uh, 
we'll do the we'll we'll have Zoom, especially with COVID and such. So there's an opportunity for somebody who can be there, but then they can't be there. Um, and I and I have not been to a lead at all this season yet. Does anybody can attest this? Has there been any Zoom opportunities for lead? Uh, the ones that we just had recently? Uh, I think in the Northeast, we did a Zoom call or and we did a Zoom for the banquet, but not necessarily the hybrid model just right. for the provincial council meeting. But I'm sure there are a bunch of group chats going on and collegiates were finding ways to connect those who weren't there and all that. And I have a feeling with everyone going to Austin and Chicago and wherever they are in the West, it's going to be the same thing. So. Right. Uh, Mark, you have a question? Um, no, I was just going to add to like how people who don't go to lead can connect with other people. So I know after our chapter came back from lead, they talked about how I think I believe it was the Cincinnati chapter, how uh, us and them were talking about doing some kind of joint event. And then also, I don't know if you guys know uh, of Kent State, they're kind of in the Cleveland area. Um, some of our people who went to lead actually connected with some of them and they said anyone is welcome to go to some kind of get together or something at the end of the year I don't remember exactly what it was but yeah just from the people who went to lead it kind of gave an opportunity for our whole chapter to go and meet some of the other chapters I would suggest to our collegiate chapters especially if there's if you were thinking of moving to a particular area of the country, find out where the, if there's an alumni chapter or has a Facebook page or something, join their group so you can converse, you know, hey, I'm coming for a, a, a company visit. I wanna meet a couple people for dinner or start the conversation, get to know a few people in the area. Um, the other one is, is happy hours or, or socials um, even the virtual socials, it's an opportunity to at least get to know somebody for 30 minutes. And I think I've met more brothers in the last two years online in FRAC meetings um, than I met over 30 years in the fraternity. So I've, I've met a lot of brothers, but there's some good deeper relationships that happen. Um, and I would, it's a, it's a, I know we're, we have Zoom fatigue and a few other things, but it is an opportunity to at least build a few things. The challenge here is to find out what social media outlets the alumni are on that you're trying to reach. Um, they may not be on Snapchat. They're more likely to be on Facebook or on LinkedIn. See what conversations they follow. See what topics they follow. Um, you know, if you're following a brother who's commenting on a lot of things on LinkedIn, pay attention to what they're commenting on that might play toward your career goal. I would also say as, you know, we are Delta Six, but we're also part of that family of being in Greek letter organizations. If you see someone from your university or maybe someone you know's university or someone you know liked it on LinkedIn that they joined another organization, including AKSI or Phi Gamma Nu or something of that nature, you know, we may not all be the same Greeks, but there's a certain level of camaraderie I found, especially in our younger 20s when we're still collegiates or just out of college, that you're a Greek, I'm a Greek, I'm reaching out, let's connect. And even if you're not trying to get a job from them, again, it's one of those things of you see what they're doing, you're trying to follow them, see what they're doing, and you never know how that'll pan out. I'm, I'm, I'm personally someone that's moved around the country 
I moved coast to coast twice now, and a lot of my connections are members of Greek letter organizations. And it's that commonality that helps you. Just because you're in one box, which is DSP, doesn't mean that doesn't help you get into other boxes. Because when you get in the professional world, you're going to be working with more people that have been in a lot of different organizations, not just Delta Six. So, you know, use your network to network with other networks, and then your network becomes a giant network. You know, it's just like the alumni chapters, honestly. Like, we may be all from different alumni chapters, alumni group, a bunch of collegiate group, but the bigger network is DSP. So look at it from that outer perspective as well. Oh, we got another question, Jerry. Uh, what is a good way to... What is a good way to network with someone when you have no connection to them? So I'm thinking this question is probably when you found someone on LinkedIn or you see someone that you think is interesting or something like that at a conference or at a coffee shop or something like that's a legit cold call. How do you, what advice do you have to initiate that conversation? I'll, I'll go off of um, what Gail was mentioning, Falk. If you find somebody on there that you want to engage with, look into what they're interested in. Um, that'll break the ice. Uh, yeah, I notice you're part of this group. Uh, I've got a question about that, or, or just write all out. Make the make the connection. Or if you do know somebody that's affiliated or connected with that person, then you can reach out. If you're if you're not comfortable doing it yourself, ask for that introduction. Um, I, I again, I, I can't stress enough. Um, this is a great opportunity for us all, whether it's in Delta Sig or not, to, to um, uh, step outside of our, our comfort level and uh, network. Because, again, as we're always networking, the worst a person can do is tell you, I don't want to talk to you or tell you no. So you don't know till you ask. You got that right. Even if you have any... Uh advice for those that are shy i think you gail jeanette know i was really shy and i'm still pretty dang dang on shy so our collegiates have that kind of what, what advice do you have for them to get over that stage right I'll, we'll open it up to everybody on that one too um i, I again uh, I, I think i think we're all shy to an extent um don't 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 just think if you're shy and and and, and thinking that it's intimidating to go talk to somebody, again, chances are they may be feeling the same way to an extent. Um, uh, don't be afraid. Uh, that's the main thing. Find some kind of common ground to visit about uh, or even just saying hello. Sometimes the hello itself breaks the ice in order to get the conversation going. I, I would... Oh, go ahead, Gail. No, go ahead, Janine, please. Jeanette. I would definitely second Jerry because um, I also am prone to moments of shyness, but at the same time, I will talk to, you know, I will talk to total strangers. And part of it is because I've made a conscientious effort to break that, that pattern of shyness. So if there is something specifically you want to reach out to that person about, I would say practice, 
put together your 30 second elevator speech of why you why you want to talk to them when what you want that connection what you would hope to gain from that connection and what you have to offer in that connection yeah really and i was going to go for the elevator speech as well is it, it helps to know what is it you're seeking what do you want um you know that you have some kind of a you know if, if you're looking you know, do you have a, a statement of what you're looking for? Are you looking for an industry? You're looking for a position, looking to get your foot in the door, or are you just looking to know more about, you know, you're exploring. That's still a fair topic to be exploring marketing, to be exploring HR, um, you know, and, and to Jerry's point, if, you know, if I see that somebody seems to click on a lot of HR conversations on LinkedIn or they're following particular uh, podcast folks connected to HR and LinkedIn, you might even say, hey, I noticed you you like a lot of these. Why? What 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 got you started following Liz Ryan or some of these other podcasters? Um, you know, is it just sort of a, a quirky interest in them or is there something about that particular person or you actually know them? Because um, <laughs> you can't tell until you have that conversation. So, so I'm guessing you guys feel the elevator pitch is important in, in, in networking. If you're networking with a purpose, absolutely. I, I, if you're networking just because you would like to, to meet that person, then you can approach it with a little more of a casual approach. But if you, ha if you are, have a purpose behind your, that network, connection yes you definitely need to have you definitely want to have that elevator pitch so you present your best case yeah I'll, uh, yeah i'll also say with that to our collegiate brothers especially if you're scared to network or you don't know how to do the elevator pitch or you want to make an introduction with someone that's a brother Knock on your DD's door and ask them to help you with that. I mean, I'm kind of shooting myself in the foot here because one of my cletus is on here. But yeah, ask your DD like, hey, do you know anyone in this industry or in this part of the country? And they can help connect you because majority of DDs out there can at least get to their RVP and their RVP has a network of people that you can go through. So just because, you know, you don't have to do the hard work by yourself. You know, you may not know someone that lives in, I don't know, Tampa Bay, Florida, but I'm pretty sure through that chain of people, somebody can get us connected to, with somebody in Tampa Bay, Florida. So, you know, use the people around you to help yourself, to, to, to help yourself. You, you join the brotherhood for a reason here. Utilize your network. Absolutely. We're almost coming up on time. Does anyone have any last minute questions before I give it to Jerry to close out? Oh, actually, this is an interesting question, Jerry. Do you think business cards are still very important to have on your person? Or do you think there's a new alternative or a secondary alternative that we should be looking at? Well, uh, I'll answer to the best of my ability, but I'll open it up for my 
my fellow brothers who may have a better better understanding of that. But business cards, I think, are still still valid, especially when you maybe need to make your elevator pitch. Um, you have your elevator pitch. Here's my card. Uh, hopefully, we can dis discuss some things. Um, uh, it, it gives a, it, it, it's an easy way to hand somebody and I, uh, your information, maybe they jot down the back of the card, or maybe that's actually a suggestion. If somebody hands you a business card, turn around as soon as you can, write down where, where that, where that, uh, connection was made. I was in the airport waiting on, you know, we discussed, I don't know, Garrett's popcorn in Chicago or something like that. Uh, that way, when you go back to it, oh yeah, I, I meant to reach out to that person or, uh, I need to make that connection because I thought of something after we left. Uh, so I do believe they are important. Now, all the other alternatives, um, you know, obviously we can text our information to each other, but uh, uh, I'm going to open that back up to our fellow brothers here to put in some insight as well. Can I speak into that? Sure. Yeah. So I actually just left the networking event where I did have my business cards. So, so, well, my experience is business cards are critical. And also I believe a QR code on the business card is what makes it modern. So I think putting that on a card is the key because you do want to give someone something modern. And I've tried the virtual only business cards and it's just not substantial enough. You need something to write on. We want to hold on to something like tangible. And I think a business card is important, but we do have to stay up with what's modern. You can't just leave an outdated business card with old, with eighties looking branding and think that's going to suffice. For me, my update is to put a QR code on everything. <laughs> I use those. If you hand me a business card, I'm going to hit the QR code and expect that I can get to your LinkedIn and connect. Um, yeah. I'm gonna. I want a little white space or neutral color space where I can write. <laughs> um, don't hand me an all black card. I don't carry white pens. Uh, I carry purple pens. <laughs> um, I used to have my elevator speech actually on the back of my card, so the front side was very simple: name, address, um, LinkedIn. It was before QR. I'm old. And on the back, I had my, you know, two, two sentence, what I was looking for as a project manager. So it was ready to see there was still white space around it and had a fleur-de-lis design on one corner that set mine aside from everybody else in the stack of white business cards. <laughs> I will, I'll add this, that business cards are important but something i would do especially if you know you're going to a networking event or going to a league going to something of that nature on the clipboard of your phone where you can copy and paste add your linkedin profile or your instagram profile facebook profile whatever you want to share with someone your website add that url to your clipboard so once you make that connection with them you can automatically send it via text send it via facebook send it via whatever the case may be just as another virtual means of doing so and also there's ways to add qr codes to your phone so you can just have someone scan from their phone to their phone so have those things ready as i would say i, I love that tip i'm actually going to use that next week when i go to another networking event thank you so much for that tip we know would you would you recommend along with your linkedin profile just your contact information as well 
uh, or do you rely on the once you make that connection, they can connect on LinkedIn or? I would say depending on what type of networking you're doing, because, um, you know, or have two separate QR codes because maybe you're meeting someone at a lead and you want to become lifelong friends, you know, like Omar and me have been friends for like 10 years now. I mean, if I could do a, go back and just do a QR code, like here's my number, here's my email, here's my LinkedIn or have just one for my LinkedIn, that would be great. But just know what type of networking you're doing. So if you're trying to make friends and then just go your general network, like at a lead and you want their number, have a QR code for that, but also have one with like your website and or your LinkedIn or something professional. That way, you know, you don't want to just give out your phone number to almost anybody. So just have two sets sure. ready to go. Uh, but we are going to come up on time in a moment. Do you have any last remarks, Jerry? Uh, I like your your idea there, Gail, about handing out your, your business card at the networking uh, bingo at, at lead events and such. Um, well, uh, I appreciate everybody. I appreciate Vito for, for asking me to do this. Uh, uh, I will hone my speaking skills, uh, hopefully for the future. Um, and again, whatever we do, we're always networking. Uh, as some of the, some of the examples that I gave, the stories that I had, it came full circle for me by having met friends in college to turn back around and come back and I actually got a job out of it. Or we met people uh, over here that posted a job and, and uh, another family member ended up getting a job, not because we got the job for them, but there was just that connection to, Hey, I know that person. I know, I, I know that job. Hey, bring it on. Um, but we've also got to remember positive versus negative networking. We're always, we're always representing ourselves our families, our businesses, our fraternity, our organizations, and everything we do. Um, so, uh, and, and above, uh, above all, don't be, don't be afraid to go up to somebody and, and have a conversation. Find some kind of common ground to break that ice. Uh, if nothing else, just say hello. Uh, so uh, with that, I hope uh, I get to see all you all at, uh, at a future event. And um, please don't hesitate to contact me. I'm on LinkedIn. I didn't post my my uh my, my link in there but uh uh i'm always available jerry.hotwagner at yahoo.com or i'm on facebook and such so thank you everybody and Vito, appreciate you very much and thanks for giving me the opportunity to to babble <laughs> yeah thanks a lot jerry i really appreciate it and i'll end it with the magic words right about 